Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast channel Anxiety in Me and if this is your first time, hi, my name is Rio. So, I cannot believe that this month is already December and the 2022 is going to end in like less than 30 days and I, I, like, I still remember last year, I mean, no, technically this year on January 1st I posted an Instagram story saying like Happy New Year, it's 2022 or something. I still remember that like very clearly. And this year felt like this year kind this year kind of went um very quickly compared to previous years. Mainly because I entered my university, so like I was too busy kind of adjusting to my new life. And the days, the weeks, the months kind of passed on faster than I thought. And now we're here, like it's already December. And I'm going to be like a sophomore year student soon, like in three months. So that's very surprising. But you know, like my parents, like all the adults I know often said that once you are like out of the system of schools and university, the time like a year is going to like pass very quickly than it was when you were in your student because you know you don't have all those like things you have to do this month or like that month. So I'm kind of scared that like when once I'm like graduated university, my time is going to feel like much more faster than it's supposed to be. Well, you know, I still have like three years ahead a happy free university life so there's nothing to worry about okay so in today's episode uh for the i haven't talked about the movie for like a really long time i think that the last movie i talked about in this podcast was uh doctor strange multiverses madness and yes there was some marvel tv shows movies or like any other movies uh, i watched after that like for example i could probably talk about the movie Soul of and Thunder, but uh, I didn't really like have that much to talk about in about the movie that like it can be a whole podcast episode. But then um I watched Black Panther Wakanda Forever finally uh about one or two weeks ago and it was very very good. So I really wanted to talk about that. So today's episode is going to be all about the new movie Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So, uh, before I watched that, I heard, like, a lot of good reviews from, like, Twitter, my friends, Instagram, or, like, all those, my movie friends, and people, and I thought, like, I can actually, like, believe those good reviews, because people are very harsh about Marvel movies, especially after Infinity War and Endgame ended, like, people are kind of I, f- I feel like people are too harsh for the old phase four movies like some shows like miss marvels or seahawk i think they get like they are very overhated for some reason and since like there's like no avengers and most of the story was like now kind of introducing new characters so like focusing on the old characters grief and sadness we were like saying like this is not necessary or like this is too much or something and so but like people are saying that Rock Parts of Forever was actually good so I was like okay I'm going to believe that 
people also say that they cried a lot. And when I heard about that, I thought, like, I'm not going to cry, like, because I know that Chadwick Boseman died, but it was, like, a few years ago from now, and I thought, like, I already kind of overcame that. I mean, I was obviously very shocked when I heard about the news. Uh, I still remember that day, like, I was, like, watching my Instagram stories, and then, like, my, one of my best friends was, like, posting a black and white picture of Chadwick that we've probably seen, like, a lot after he passed away and i thought like why is people like posting picture of him black and white and i just topped that and people were saying like less in peace and i was like what and i searched and i immediately found out news that he passed away because of the cancer and i honestly could not believe it because he was so young he looked so powerful and i was very surprised to find out that he was actually fighting the cancer in secret for like all those years while shooting all those like baba movies before uh, he passed away and i was immediately shocked and i think you guys remember that out of thing happened after that like people obviously wondering like how what the new black panther movie is going to be is sure it's going to be like a new black panther or like are they going to recast teacher or something or like are they even going to do the movie second movie and like all those things goes on and i feel like there's some uh, thing like your teacher i was against uh, boxing. I was kind of well, sorry if this was the misinformation, but then all those like things happen. But thank God they actually made a second movie, even though there was no teacher. And yes, I watched it two weeks ago. And honestly, uh, in conclusion, I cried a lot. Like I have never. The last time I cried this much in the movie theater watching movie was the time when I watched Jojo Rabbit. That that time I also cried like a baby. But then when I watched Black Panther: Wakanda kind of Forever, I also cried like a baby. And I think like the reason, one well, of the reasons, I'm going to take like I'm going to like, pick up each scene I cried in like. A few minutes after this but um i think like the main reason i actually cried this much is because it is very rare experience to see such young actors death and a character this at the same time like for example i mean i haven't watched fast and furious so i have never experienced that kind of thing and uh the probably like the closest this like on screen and off screen death scene i saw was in star wars when uh Carrie Fisher passed away and obviously Princess Leia passed away after that. But she was kind of old and I didn't have like that much attachment to the character. She was just I I at that time I started I barely knew about Star Wars so I didn't have like deep connection to the character or the actress actress. But then you know Chadwick uh I saw him in Black Panther movie obviously in infinity war and endgame and i was very excited and also like happy and about like how his character is going to be in the future so that why that's probably like why it was very uh shocking for me and so okay i'm going to like talk about the movie from the beginning to end so obviously spoiler warning if you haven't watched the movie yet i Seriously, do recommend. Please go watch it at theater. I know they're going to release it in Disney Plus in like, probably like next month. But this movie is seriously the movie you should 
should watch in the movie series. So please go watch the movie and then come back here and listen to my um review. Okay, so the first thing, I wasn't like expecting to see the Chichar's death thing. I thought like the first thing is going to like straight to the funeral. So I wasn't really expecting to like see Shuri trying to fix his illness. I was also very surprised that his cause of death was actually illness, not like I don't know, like injury, so like he was stabbed by some I don't know, the barrier or something. He was actually they respected Chadwick so much that they actually adopted his uh fighting cancer story to uh, the Marvel teacher story, and I, I honestly think it's it was a very good idea. I mean, in that way, we can kind of mourn teachers this kind of more deeply than we imagine. And but you know, I was actually expecting to see the whole you know Marvel intro with like teachers old images and uh, dialogues because they did that when Stanley died and in the Miss Answer uh, Captain Marvel movie. So I was expecting that. But still it was very, very you know, there's some even it was very overwhelming to see like all those old clips. Like from Civil War to uh, Endgame and like that moment kind of really hit me that he was like very gone. And I also cry obviously during his funeral thing, even though like the old the Wakanda people looks very kind of like not happy but like they were kind of celebrating. Because you know, in their culture death is not the end and they believe in afterlife, so obviously they were like dancing and playing music, but then you know, when I saw the whole funeral thing, it kind of hit me and I felt like I felt the unpresence of Chadwick and teacher, so that moment hit me very hard. And uh, let's talk about Namor and Kuku Khan. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Namor and Kuku Khan. <laughs> okay, so when I first heard that uh, Black Panther 2 will be like about Wakanda versus Namor, like Atlantic City, I didn't really like believe that because I thought it was like too early to introduce Namor into MCU because he, I thought like he's more of a mutant kind. Uh, the first time I saw Namor was like in X-Men comic books so I was like what Namor because like they haven't even like introduced Deadpool or like Wolverine. They do introduce Professor X but still it was Namor like out of all those mutant characters they chose Namor and I was like really? But then really they really did introduce Namor in this movie and he actually is like a mutant they actually like specifically said that he's a mutant it's very like progressive thing I guess and yeah he is a very cool character and I really like the fact that I mean I haven't watched the DC's Aquaman but I heard that uh, Namor's origin story was more like Aquaman, but then in this movie they kind of change it so that they don't like overlap with the Jason Moore or the Aquaman story like the they released a few years ago. And I really like like the those like details change like his background story or like his race was like actually not Atlantis, it was actually Tao Khan. And I really love the language of Tao Khan. Like I like the 
those like letters and then the way it sounds even though like i don't understand what the heck they're saying without the subtitles but then i really like those like pronunciation i like the sound i mean the thing i really like about this movie was that i can actually hear a lot of languages that i will like never hear in real life i really like when the wakandans speak wakanda languages i really like when taokan speak taokan language and all those like different accent i also like the fact that the really Williams, the aka Ian Hat, she has like I don't know American accent. I don't know. I am not an expert of accent, but she doesn't not. I know that she does not have like a uh, accent like Shuri or Koi or Nakia. So her different her accent was more like American, I guess. I don't know. But then I really like to like hear all those like different accents, and I have to say. I have to say that Andrew Bassett, aka Queen Lamoda, did amazing, amazing job in this movie. I mean, she barely appeared in like the first movie. She was kind of just there and just kind of emotional support to uh, Tichara. She, she didn't really like, say that much lines because that particular like role was more for like Nakia or Shuri. But in this movie, she spoke a lot, and I knew. I mean, I have never like seen her in other movies, but I know that Andrea Bassett is like a huge actress. She's like very talented actress, so I was very happy to see her like using her full potential to for this movie. And I actually thought that Shuri will be like the king. I mean, sorry, queen of Wakanda like immediately after Teacher die. But so I was very surprised to see like actually like Lamonda take the takes. Uh, praise as queen and you know what the my favorite my favorite line in this movie or like maybe i'm not exaggerating my favorite line in like whole phase four was the time was that moment when uh, queen lamuda said that i'm the queen of the most powerful country in the world and my entire family is gone have i not given everything that line hits so hard like i've already heard that line several times in trailers and i i kind of felt her emotion while watching trailers but then when i like actually saw the context behind those lines and like with her emotions and udo's like expression in front of like all the people i was very shocked and i probably cried the most in that scene when i saw like uh queen namuda saying that word to okoye and okoye kind of also felt like the queen's emotions mixed emotion i was like wow this was like very very good thing and so that was very most memorable scene in my opinion and the moment she said that line i knew they will kill her in like later scene so i started crying like the moment taokan and namor began to attack wakanda because i knew that was the time probably like she will die why does marvel have like this thing that she they will like always kill the queen in like the second movie like they kill uh queen frigga in soul dark world 2 and that scene was also very emotional uh, especially the scene when Loki in prison, he kind of like burst out his all those like energy, and the, all the furniture kind of like goes like boom, like 
that seems just emotional, but yeah. And um, if you have like listened to my podcast long enough, or like, or else maybe if you know me personally, like close enough, uh, you probably know that I don't have a mom because I lost her. She passed away, uh, two three years ago. So I always cry, like always, always cry when the mother in movies dies, because. Well, obviously, because I sympathize with the son or daughter's character, and I knew, like, even though, like, our situation, so, like, emotional is not, like, exactly the same, I get what they are fearing, or I get, like, what they're going to go through after those scenes, so I always, like, cry a lot. Today, I actually watched the other, another uh, Japanese movie, uh, anime movie, I'm not gonna say which movie, because it's gonna be a spoiler, but... In that movie, there is also a scene that it's not like directly said that the mother is dead, but it kind of like implied and like the I saw like the daughter was kind of crying, crying, crying. In that moment, I cried. So I am very weak at um mother dying movies. So if you want to see me cry, just make me watch a movie that mother dies. I'm going to like cry like a baby. I, I'm pretty sure. And, uh, okay, so moving on, uh, the final fight scene, uh, Shuri, I mean, sorry, Wakanda, all the Wakanda ambassadors, old Tarokan, that scene, I also cried, because, uh, when Shuri on the ship, the top of the ship, and she screamed in Bombay, I immediately flashed back the memory, when I was, uh, 14 or 15 years old, I was in the theater, and I watched Endgame, uh, I saw like my favorite character, Captain America, is, is like about to face the whole Thanos army, and I was very like feeling very anxious. And then like the portal was open, and there was like Kichara and Shuri and Okoye, and he is like started to scream in Bombay. And at that moment, I felt so relieved, and my old anxious just goes away. And then the moment Shuri said the same word, that moment came back to me and that moment is something that reminds me of Tichara and Chadwick so I got like all those like mixed emotions I cried a lot. I also cried when uh, after Shuri and Namor decided to like be like peaceful and Shuri screamed uh, Wakanda forever from her ship. I also cried because that was also the line that Chadwick or um, teacher uh, constantly said in like all those movies in Infinity War and also in, Can- uh, in first Black Panther movies so yeah I would probably like going to cry every time Shuri says the Ibambe or Wakanda Forever in like later movies probably in, like in Avengers 5 6 movies I don't know because that line hurts so hard so so hard and Okay, let's talk about the characters in detail. And first of all, it's about Shuri. I was so sad, so so sad to see like Shuri going through this very mixed and uh, sad, overwhelming emotion. Even though I kind of like Google like how old she is right now in this movie. It's really hard to track because she was ripped from the earth for five years, so her age obviously stopped during the five years. 
And I didn't really get the exact age, but according to Google, it, she was supposed to be like from 19 to 22. So she was like as young as me. And she's definitely too young to lose both of her parents and her older brother. Also, she's definitely too young to take the. Be a queen of like the most powerful country in the world. And you know, like, Shuri was such a funny character in the first movie and probably also in Infinity War. And she was always like easygoing, she was very smart. And like, if I'm going to like ask people, like, Marvel people who love Marvel, that like, what is like your favorite scene from the first Black Panther movie? They're all going to say the scene that Shuri and Teacher was like interacting or like making jokes or like having fun, laughing. And but then in this movie, she was she barely made any kind of smile. She was always like sad, mad, upset, angry. And I totally get why or like. That emotions, so it was very sad to see her going through that much. I mean, if she is like a normal teenager, then, like, I mean, sure, she can process it, and maybe one day she can, I don't know, like, go through all of that. But she has too much on her shoulders, and it was just like really too hard to watch her go through all of that. And the teacher, like, did amazing job. Uh, portraying her emotion, and that reason why is probably just like me. She also experienced Chadwick's death, and obviously, she was very closer to him. They look very like they look like the real sibling in like the BDS photos, and so she obviously knew what she was feeling. And Uh, Okoye, she's very strong and such a reliable character. Like, every time she, uh, you know, like, started to fight with her cool spears, I was like, yes, we can win this because she's, like, super strong and she's very reliable. I love her so much. And yeah. And her conversation with Ri in her dorm was, like, super funny. Like, the jokes about her makeup and, like, you know, like, Yeah, that was very funny. Like, such a strong woman, kind of like shocked by the behavior of a teenager, was like somehow very funny to me. And, you know, but she's not the general of uh, the drama anymore. And it's so sad because I know how much it meant for her to be in the position. And, like, Guessing from the final fight scene, she will not going to return as general and probably going to be like Midnight Angels. Because I heard that the other character, Ayo, was like supposed to be like the Midnight Angels and like they're going to be like, I don't know, like, they're not going to be the official Wakanda soldier, but they're going to be like kind of be like, I don't know, like, not a spy, but. Kind of working as a outside, like unofficial Wakanda soldiers or something. I don't know. Honestly, I'm not sure how her act is going to be. But if she's going to be in like Avengers 5 or 6, I'm waiting for her to be there. And yes, Nakia. Uh, 
I actually like Nakia a lot in this movie compared to the first one for some reason. Uh, I don't really know why, but she... Yeah, I don't really know why. <laughs> and I also like like the, the way she joined the storyline because she wasn't like there for like the first one third of the movie, but then she joined the storyline and like the way she joined the storyline was actually very smooth and like you know because she was like very smart and trying to spy in the past so it's very natural that queen lamonda asked her to find her daughters so very small and i also love her suits like all the green and it kind of represents the tribe she was born so i really like her suits and i really like the character very much she's a very independent woman i love her so much and yes really i know a lot of people saying that her character was unnecessary because like she was yes i get that because yes i you can say that she was just there so that they can make a new iron heart tv show and i feel like these things is happening a lot in the phase four. You know, they introduced a new character so that they can make a new Disney Plus TV show, and that happens a lot. But you know, I'm not. I don't really personally think that she was like her story was storyline was unnecessary because it kind of makes sense that the only person in the arts who can make the vibranium detector was like the. I mean that person is really smart so that person has to be like some important character i mean if if they like actually like introduce some guy named bob who has nothing to do with like the future storyline i would be like very disappointed so i'm very happy that they introduced someone to the new someone new to the storyline who can be a bigger someone in the mcu in the future i don't know if that makes sense but yeah and I also really like that they didn't mention uh, Tony Stark's names in the movie. I think they mentioned his like the Stark tech or something in the Garrett scene, but they didn't like say like Tony Stark or like they didn't they didn't create uh, Tony's AI just like they did in the comic books. And honestly, I really love that idea because you know his name is just too big that for us and for the characters in MCU that. Once like he appears, he's going to definitely going to overshadow Riri, and I don't want that. I don't want to see that. I like both characters, so I don't want like each of like the fans to like fight or like become haters or something. I don't want to see that. So I was very glad that they didn't do that. And yes, loss, ever loss. Uh, I mean, first of all, his ex-wife was Valentina. I forgot her last name, but Valentina, oh my god, I was like, I surprised a lot in while I watched the scene. I really like and hate when like the movie character drop a very big new detail, like it's nothing. <laughs> but you know, he's, as always, he was very supportive and he is still like, likes Wakanda, so I like him so much, he was a very nice character. And I wonder like what he's going to be because he was supposed to go to jail but then Okoye bailed him out and is he going to like stay in Wakanda forever or like 
And if so, by doing that, doesn't that make Wakanda kind of in trouble for like trying to hide a uh someone to betray CIA? I don't know. I I I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, and we have to talk about the teacher junior. And I had mixed feeling about uh casting teacher. Like, you know, not this um, I mean, like, when he, I heard he died, there was, like, some people saying that we should, whether we should recast Tichara or, like, we should just let him die in the movie. And I'm not, uh, belong, to, I don't belong to African-American, like, African community, so I don't, like, understand like 100% how they see Tijara but I know that the character means a lot to a freaking community because when that movie was released I saw so many people feeling very happy to see like the representation and all this like amazing um, freaking culture and on screen and I was so I'm pretty sure that like for example if Tom Horan died or if Elizabeth Olsen died, they will probably cast Peter Parker or Scarlet Witch. They will not, like, let the character die. So I was very confused, like, why can't you just, like, cast the character? But then, you know, at the same time, I understand, like, that we have to expect his death. Because, uh, after all, he fought. And he fought a lot. And then he passed away. So I really had this, like, mixed feeling. And now I feel like this uh, introducing Tichara Jr. is probably the best solution to this problem. Although I think it was too early. Like we spent two hours to like watching this movie and let finally we we ensure finally let go Chadwick and Tichara. But then like boom, there's like actually a young Tichara Jr. is there for the for for the whole time, and I was like. Okay, but you know, at least they didn't like say that teacher wasn't actually dead and he was like kept in like the basement of Wakanda or something. So at least they didn't like bring him back. So that was actually a good thing. I don't know how he's going to fit into the next uh next future storyline. He is definitely too young to be a superhero. Uh, because most of the superheroes, like young superheroes in uh Phase Four, was. Either they already have superpowers or they're a teenager and they got trained by like ex Avengers, so I don't know how he's going to be in the future, but he will definitely going to be a rock monster in the future, so I cannot wait. And I also I cannot wait like who they are going to cast in as a teacher junior because I don't think they're going to like wait for that young actor to grow up to be a teenager. So, mm, I'm honestly can't wait to see what's going to happen in the future. So overall, uh, I am very happy how this movie turned out to be, and I'm very glad that they didn't recreate Chadwick with CDI. And recently, I saw the article saying that the director never really, like one, not even like once thought of like using CDI to bring back Tichara. And I'm also very glad that they didn't like resurrect Killmonger. I know that so many people think that 
Killmonger is like the one of the greatest villains in MCU and people really want him to be come back. But you know, I always like the idea, you know, that people will not come back alive and they will always stay in our memory because that's how the real life work. They they're not coming back. It's very harsh fact. Um I always I still do cry thinking that my mom is not going to come back, but you know, it's just a fact. And I'm I know that movie is not like the real life and you can bring back the dead people as much as you want, but sometimes the movies also have to tell us, like show us the reality so that we can kind of move on in our real life. So I'm very happy that they didn't like just bring all this character back. But at, like, at least they can see him in afterlife. Well, except his Jara because the, the doctor passed away. But yeah. So mm. overall, I think this movie was 10, of, 10 out of 10. And I like it so much. And I'm actually very much considering whether I should go watch it in this for the second time. Or I should just wait for the Disney Plus release. I'm still considering about that. Oh, I also forgot to say that. I really like the M- how M'Baku supported Shuri for like throughout the movie. He was very kind of like not nice pe- person in the first movie, but then he became a much a kind of good person in like the end of the first movie. He was very supportive in Infinity War. I think he was blipped for the five years in during Endgame and then he came back and now he is like very nice person. I like him so much. He is also very level and I'm think sure he also thinks he's very level person. So yeah. Well that's all I have for today. And I'm I will probably going to like release another episode of like me just ranking phase four TV shows and movies from the worst one to the best one Fully based on my opinion. I'm not going to be objective. I'm just going to be just say my opinions a lot. So please like be please wait for that episode. I will release that in the future. Uh so okay, thank you for listening. Uh have a good day or night or morning, I don't know. And if you feel like your day is not good, you're feeling unlucky or not productive, don't worry, tomorrow is always different. You can always be the different person the next day. And well once again, thank you for listening and see you in the next episode. Bye.